High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. It is uh, Holocaust uh, Remembrance Day. Uh, that's going to be our theme for the whole afternoon. And uh, to chat to us first this afternoon is Mary Cluck, uh, Vice President of the South African Jewish Board of Deputies and Director of the Durban Holocaust and Genocide Center. Mary, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Michael. How are you? Fine, thank you. All's great and uh, everything of the best for 2023 and beyond, Mary. And thank you again for joining us. Thank you and to all of you and your listeners. Thank you, Mary. Right. Now, as I've mentioned, uh, today is uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day. Uh, So many centers, Mary, have uh, been established to commemorate the Holocaust. Um, It's survivors. It has displays of artifacts, remnants from that era. So looking at the Durban Holocaust and Genocide Center, what makes the center different from others? Michael, I think all of the centres, particularly the ones in South Africa, in Cape Town, Johannesburg and Durban, um, focus on a, a, a point of being a place of memory, being a place of education. And okay. so um, with that in mind, we spend most of our time participating and involving ourselves in ed- education um, right. and obviously commemoration. One of the unique features of the Durban Holocaust and Genocide Centre is our and Frank special space. We have a collaboration with the Anne Frank House in Amsterdam and we have a reproduction of Anne's little bedroom that she shared for 25 months while she was in hiding um, with right. her parents in, in Amsterdam. So we have, that is actually quite a unique feature in that it provides access for younger learners sure. to come to the centre and a lot of schools, prep schools in KZN now actually elect to read to the class, the diary of Anne Frank, and to talk about that story, which is not an easy story. It doesn't have a happy ending, as you know. Certainly, um, certainly. Because yeah. they know that um, learners can participate in this wonderful experiential um, morning at our centre, reflecting on how life isn't always easy and reflecting on the writings of Anne and her hopes and aspirations and dreams and how we can all make more positive choices, particularly young people, on so, how we treat one another. Certainly, Mary. Um, in, uh, there's a podcast I produce daily, um, and many of the stories I focus on center on um, endeavors worldwide to introduce Holocaust education and awareness into schools and in the educational institutions, call it what you may. Uh, you have outlined that this is what your educational programs do, but how far has it, it, can you see it progressing? Can you see improvement in its reach to get out there? Well, the interesting thing is that the South African uh, National History and Social Science Curriculum mm-hmm. includes a module on right. Nazi Germany and the Holocaust. Okay. It amounts to about 15 hours in the classroom where there's a, um, it's mandated that every year nine learner is okay. required and there's very specific tax outcomes that are required. And so initially in Durban, we, and I was very instrumental in that, established the center to support the curriculum. Right. So, so we are privileged in this country that Access to uh, this history is mandated, and so there is a there is already an, a willingness for young people and the and the educators to expose them to the story, and then it's up to us to add layers to that, make sure. it meaningful, and to help these young people, as I say, make positive choices as a result of understanding what can happen 
prejudice is left to go unchecked. Indeed. Uh, following on on what you just said about what can happen if prejudice can, pre- prejudices can go unchecked, I believe um, your, uh, the center rather, um, also centers on, well, focuses on the Rwanda genocide as an example. Yes, the, the, the genocide against the Tutsi in Rwanda happened in 1994. Of course. In April, over mm-hmm. a period of 100 days, up the road, literally, well, as mm-hmm. we were celebrating the miraculous transition to our democracy. Right. And as on the African continent, we believe it's really important for, for young people to understand that we, the world said never again in 1945. Of course. And yet we've seen again and again and again. And it's really important to understand that where does genocide begin? Does it begin with machetes? Does it begin with gas chambers? No, it begins with how we speak to one another, how we tell racist and other inappropriate jokes, supposedly, in the classroom. And it unfolds in our spaces where we'll have opportunities for learners to role play and to participate in, in, in uh, um, settings where they'll say, okay, well, while we're all here and they feel a little bit more comfortable and they feel a little bit more accessible, they'll say, well, do you remember that joke you told and, and in the classroom the other day? It right. made me feel so uncomfortable. And the response will be, well, but I was only joking. Yeah. And it begins with young people right. understanding sure. what can happen. It so, all sounds so trivial. Certainly, but, uh, but where yeah. could it lead? That's the, that's the exactly. thing though, Mary. Mary, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and all the best in 2023 for all your endeavors with this uh, Holocaust Genocide Center and all your education initiatives, which you've just pointed out to us. Mary Clock, Vice President of the South African Jewish Board of Deputies and Director of the Durban Holocaust and Genocide Center.